Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortars Real Estate Business Show podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 24, 2021. We have a special guest on our podcast today, Ben Lang from National Real Estate. Ben, how are you doing this morning? Doing wonderful. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for uh, thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Good. We're going to talk all things mortgage, real estate, hot market, what's going on for the spring, the crazy winter we've had, everything going on. Also with us, we have the host with the most, the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, heard every Saturday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., 97.1 FM. Harvey Freed. How are you, Harv? Yeah, good morning, Harry and Ben. Thanks for joining us. We're excited to have you on. And of course, you'll be on Saturday's Mortgage Show on 97.1 The Ticket at 9 all right, and also, just in the nick of time, John Kolb, part of the right. one percenters. Part, John Kolb is one of the top one percent of all loan originators in the United States of America. John, what's happening this morning? Oh, you know, hey, everything's going well. Technical difficulties on the computer, but I logged in through my phone, so it's all good. Good, good. So listen, guys, we're going to get right into it. We're going to start with Ben. Ben, I got to tell you something. This Home real estate hot market. We are in the 12th year, the 12th year of a hot market. We didn't get a break. As you know, last May, realtors were just able to open up on May 8th. So listings started popping and really purchase agreements weren't right at getting written until June, which spurred a pent up demand. And here we are sitting on Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. Purchase applications, mortgage applications are up for the fourth consecutive week. Will listings follow? Because as you know, listings right now in real estate inventory, all-time record lows around 30 days. Where do you see listings going starting today, moving through the spring? Yeah, I think now that the weather has has started to break a little bit, um, I you know I'm meeting with gosh six or seven potential sellers this week alone, um, which is up from the last few months. So I think you know combination of COVID vaccines and, and people getting their second shot. So the people that were sitting on the sidelines, scared of COVID, some of those people will start to come out of the woodwork. Um, I also think, you know, again, with the weather breaking, we're going to see more activity. Um, and I think, you know, for the last few months, especially a lot of sellers that I've spoken with, their main concern is that they're, they're, they're fearful of not having a house to purchase. So they would love to sell their home, but they're just in a kind of a, a catch 22 there where they, they won't jump in. So um, the more inventory that we get, I think it's going to kind of have a snowball effect. Yeah, great, great, great answer, John Kolb. Um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to throw Ben right the, the curveball right now. Uh, you got to get you got to get your your clients out there and get their houses listed. And we've talked about this on podcasts over and over again, and radio show over and over again. And I want to hear Ben's perspective or Benjamin's perspective on this. We need, we need people to get out there and list their homes. So what are you going to do, even if they don't have a house to move into, but what are you going to do to get your clients to list their home? Reverse yeah, contingencies? So what are you going to do? That's a good question. So we're actually working on an addendum right now and, and a, a structuring program where we're going to bring properties to market, but make it the reverse contingent on sale. So 
We're going to make it so that the sale, the buyer can place an offer, but that sale cannot be consummated until that seller finds a new property, right? And so that's going to open up a lot of sellers to the market, I think. And that's something that, that my team is doing right this second to, to get that going. So I, I'm, I'm prepared to reach out to quite a few people that I've spoken with in the last few months where that was their hurdle and introduce this concept to them and get that going. Hey, Harvey Freed, crazy world we're living in. Now reverse contingencies, right? Reverse. I'm not going to sell you my home until I find a place to live. It used to be, hey, I can't buy your home until I sell my home. Now it's going to be, I'm not going to sell you my home until I find a place to live, Mr. Buyer. It is truly now come 180 degrees where everything is the seller's benefit, Harvey Freed. Yeah, uh, I like where Ben was going with it. He's developing a really strong addendum that's going to protect the sellers and take that pressure away from them. And that's been the the second fear. The first fear was COVID. I don't want a whole bunch of strangers in my house. Then the second fear was if I do sell my house, I have nowhere to go. So there's no doubt by structuring a really strong addendum. And probably, Ben, I think you guys are going to be adding language about if the family start moving forward and spending money on an appraisal, again, do they move forward with that mortgage process? Usually they will. So they'll understand that they'll either do their inspection or don't. They'll either do their appraisal or they won't. But the idea that they would be able to move forward with the transaction, and although if they don't have the, the go-ahead, the contingency of signed yet, they can be all set and ready to close. And that'll give your sellers a really good confidence that they're able to close on their transaction in the next 30 days. But Harvey, why do I want to spend money if I don't know the transaction is going to go through? Why do I want to spend money on an appraisal, on an inspection? Are you going to, Mr. Seller, are you going to reimburse me on those if I, if you don't close? Ben, I'll leave that up to you, but Ben, we can put that So the way my discussions with, with my attorney is we're going to have the buyer hold back, obviously not invest uh, until that seller has secured it has secured their own property because it wouldn't but, make sense to have the buyer invest money when there's where when there's no end game no end in sight uh, all right all right so now ben now i'm your list i'm your listing ben but but what happens if my house doesn't appraise out now i'm going to wait all this time i found a new house and my house doesn't appraise mm-hmm. out and now my sell the guy who's going to buy my house is going to back out because the appraisal doesn't come through so we got to catch 22 here right and there's got to be a happy median somewhere in the middle there's and, a lot of intricacies. I will right. say this. I probably the last 20 deals that I've done, 18 have had appraisal guarantees. Um, oh boy. And appraisal guarantees are, are pretty much the norm right now. Yeah. So, hey, Ben, this brings up, and great minds think alike, John Kolb, Harvey Freedom, Ben Lang. It goes something like this for me. Every transaction now is different. They've always been different, singular, had to live on their own merit, stand on their own merit. Contingencies are the big issue, right? Ben, personally, this is a personal thing now. Personally, how do you feel about waiving appraisal contingencies, waiving inspection contingencies? And we have a remedy for the appraisal contingency, right, John? But tell me how you feel about waiving a contingency um, if if you're a buyer. Now, this is a little bit of a difficult question for me because 99% of the people I work with are sellers. Uh, I'm, I'm a seller's specialist, the seller's agent. Um, so I'm always on that side of the transaction. But uh, if I were to buy a house, I would never waive my inspection or due diligence contingency. I would, knowing this current market, 
offer some sort of an appraisal guarantee, whether I was guaranteeing it by five, 10 or 20,000, maybe not a full on appraisal guarantee, but you got, you got to play the game right now. Unfortunately, it's, it, it is what it is. So that's a great answer. And, and basically you got to play the game as the game is unfolding. And people don't realize that I am on record. I will always be on record and I will tell people not to waive a property inspection. I am on record of that. I will not move off of that. Okay. The, however, on the appraisal contingency, if you want a property or you want something in life, you've got to overpay for it. And that's where we are right now. What's $10,000 more or $20,000 more amortized over 30 years, Harvey Freed? Well, it's about today's market went on a 30 year mortgage, about $45 a month, $10,000. So that's what's driven families to say, you know what? This house is in moving condition. This house is not like the other ones I looked at. So I do have some extra money here. And every buyer needs to have extra money. It's a different buyer's market and it's a completely different market spring of 2021 than it's been in several years past. So, Harry, we're seeing more and more of these. And a couple different agents we've had on recently, and Ben and and uh, his buyer's agents, they're all saying the same to us. It's not for the it's not for the kick your tire buyer. This is for your I'm ready to go make an offer and I'm willing to overpay five to fifteen thousand dollars to get that house. Yeah. Going back to John Cole, John, you've seen a lot of activity recently in the uh, home purchase market arena right now. Um, we're seeing it here. People are seeing it around the country. There's obviously a lack of marketable homes right now, 30-day inventory. What are you doing with all of your buyers right now to put them in a position for people like Ben Lang and our referral realtor partners to make sure that their offer stands out? Well, I mean, the good thing about being in this industry for so long, like all of us have been, is that when you see a pre-approval letter come across from somebody like Capital Mortgage Funding, John Colable, Harvey Freed, Harry Glanz, it at least leads a little bit of security. Sorry, title company calling me right now. Uh, leads a little bit of security to the, the listing agent saying, hey, you know, these guys are from around the block. I know this guy's name. Let me give him a shout to see what he's got going on. I make sure that I talk to every listing agent that calls me and give them the ins and outs of, of what's going on with the client uh, without, you know, without delving too much financial information. But what I put on the client is this. I like to CYA. I like to cover my own butt here. When someone call, calls me, I want to make sure I'm being honest with them. And I do have your documents. So Mr. Buyer, make sure you get me your documents. I'll get you a strong pre-approval letter, but I need your documents to make sure that you're going to be strong so I can lay out the land to the listing agent saying, hey, this is why you should choose this buyer because of what he's already gone through to get uh, to get ready. And, you know, nine out of 10 times, that's going to be that's going to lay, lay a lot of weight with a with a listing agent because they know it's coming from somebody who's been in the business for 24 years. They know it's coming from a company that's been around the block for 29 years. And, you know, that's got to lay a lot of weight, you know. I know, Ben, you cannot answer this, honestly. When you see a, uh, a pre-approval from one of those, um, you know, spaceship uh, companies out there, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, so it's interesting that you just said that. So I'm one of the few agents before I will allow my seller to an accept an offer. I am having a conversation, a phone conversation 
with the lender that sent the pre-approval. Um, I want to hear the confidence in their voice. I want, I'm asking them, Hey, have I, you know, you submitted your, your borrower submitted approval letter from you. Have you reviewed income assets credit on a scale of one to 10? How confident do you feel that this is going to get to the closing table? Are you anticipating any issues along the way? And I want to hear the confidence in his or her voice before I advise my seller to take that offer. If I don't hear that confidence, I'm going to the next offer in line. Yeah, but Ben, let me ask you this question. I mean, you, you could call, you know, Joe at uh, National Bank of, I've been around the block a few times. Joe doesn't make that decision. Okay, Joe doesn't make that decision. You know who makes a decision? When you have somebody that's been in front of you for 30 years, 29 years, 35 years, and you've heard of them and they've been in the market, you might never have done business with that person. But if you've heard of that company and that person, how much weight does that carry with you? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. The company, um, and, and I've been doing this for a very long time. So I've got my certain companies. When I receive that pre-approval letter, it pops in my head, right? Um, Harvey, it, for one example. So uh, I know he's been in business for a long time. I know he gets deals done uh, without hiccups. So it, it, can, it does carry a lot of weight. And so being in this market right now, it's very important for a borrower buyer to choose that right lender. Yeah. So Harvey Free, going out to you, Harvey Free's been in this business uh, pretty close to 30 years and been around the block a few times too. We kind of know, you know what to expect when we're dealing with a loan from Harvey. There is no loan officer, in my opinion, that puts together a better loan application. He has very good handwriting. Yes, he still handwrites things out. Um, he still collects a lot of the documentation, probably about 80 to 85% up front because nobody can really get 100% because you never really know what's going to come up on that. But to put together an application, he's diving into it. But Harvey, you've seen this business change in 28, 29 years. This spring, coming off of a COVID season, 2020, where we've seen underwriters ask for things that we've never seen before, but we all understand the reasons why. In 2021, what are you preparing your buyers for? The following that we've been sharing with them, that it's a different marketplace and the nonstop education and knowledge that they need to have in today's competitive market is really going to determine their success of home ownership. And not only that, you can be a successful homeowner, but how much stress and what kind of issues are you going to have through this process? I always say if you're signing your name to six digits, a two hundred, three, five, six hundred $100,000 house, why not enjoy the process and have great open lines of communication? I want to actually go back here because it's such a different market in 2021. And Ben mentioned we, we really don't want buyers necessarily. They got the offer accepted. And some of the buyers, because there's no end game, they might be very hesitant upon paying for the appraisal, paying for the home inspection. And Ben, again, a lot of the houses might even have well and septic with another three, $400 added onto that. But when I break down the numbers and I look and I said, Ben, you know, $850 to $1,000, the buyer's got the offer accepted. Go ahead with the mortgage. Go ahead. Why not order that appraisal? The appraisal is good for typically 120 days. And I sort of like the idea because we are in that, that market. 
I want to be confident that the buyer who's buying my house has already got the appraisal back so that there's no issue with that also, and that there's no issue with the inspection uh, and maybe the well and septic. So I'm sort of on the idea that I'm going to press my buyers and prepare them that, yes, you're going to have to come out of pocket and move forward with the transaction. And if something happens, we can put the language in the addendum that says, if all else fails, we'll reimburse you for half or maybe 100% of the cost to purchase that home. Yeah, Ben, I want to go to you next. John, um, hold on, stand by. But I want to ask Ben this question first. I don't want to get to you and then back to Harvey and then we'll wrap it up. Ben, this spring, how high do you think prices on houses are going to be? Because you remember from Econ 101, there's going to be a limited supply, a high demand. Where do you see prices this spring and summer going? That's, uh, I mean, that's a tough one to answer. So I, I'll say this. I think that, or I don't think that, I know that most houses in this area have gained upwards of 10% appreciation in the last year, which is incredible. Um, I mean, that, that number could, could very well shoot up to, you know, 12 to 15% appreciation from just last, last spring. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely a possibility. Yeah. I think that's an excellent answer. And that's why this is called the hardcore mortgage real estate business show and the podcast, we ask the tough questions, but we're extremely honest about it. John Kolb, listen, appraisal values and, and sale prices sometimes don't equate. What's your prediction for this spring and summer? Be, par- uh, be prepared to pay over the appraised value. I mean, if you're not prepping your, your buyers for having to come up with extra money, then you're just setting yourself up to fail. I mean, you know, you've got companies out there guaranteeing that the appraisal is going to come in, guaranteeing that they can get a property inspection waiver. And, you know, it's like the Tommy Boy guarantee. Um, you just you just can't always, you know, promise on that kind of stuff. I mean, it's a computer-generated decision. It's based upon the area. It's based upon the client. It's based upon the debt-to-income ratio. All of it has a factor into the algorithm to figure out what we need. So if you're not preparing your clients to be able to say, hey, you know, everything's going for more than what it's actually worth. Be prepared to come up with an extra five, 10 grand. And, you know, I got I have clients that are putting together uh, $5,000 appraisal guarantees. So what do I do? I give them a worksheet with their numbers based upon the house appraising out. And then I give them the worksheet with them having to come up with that extra five grand based upon it only coming in a little bit less. Um, and you know, I think they're appreciating that. I think they're understanding it because, you know, don't get me wrong. No, no disrespect, Ben, but when a real estate agent is going to try to explain the numbers to my client, I can't make sure that it's going to be done the right way. Just like I can't explain the ins and outs of a realtor's job day in and day out the right way. I leave that up to the professionals. Yeah. Hey, Harvey Freed, stay in our lane is our specialty, right? We stay in our lane. We just, we don't yeah. talk about real estate to clients. We just talk about mortgages, mortgage rates and payments. But what are you pretending to, uh, you know, what are you not pretending to be when you talk to your client? What are you preparing them for in this hot real estate market to go ahead and prepare them for the shock that they're going to see when there are five, six, ten offers being placed on that property at 26261 Harding? You tell me. Yeah. 
honesty always works the best here. And there's no doubt what Ben said is that these home values have gone up 10% since last March. So there's no doubt a house that sold for 200 last year is probably 229 this spring and summer. So I think Ben's right on the money on that 10%. A $300,000 house, sure, it's probably 329 on the list. And that house might get bid off. But the honesty, and as John Culp said, you break down the numbers, you prepare yourselves. So when a great listing agent calls you, Ben's reaching out. He wants that confidence. He wants to hear you've gone through the worst case scenario. They're ready to buy. And then he can go back to his sellers and go ahead and, and give them the guarantee that this is going to be a great buyer and a good transaction. Yeah, that's a wonderful way to wrap it up. Ben Lang, I'm going to give you the last word. Then we're going to wrap up the show here. You've been an excellent guest. You're knowledgeable, you're honest, you don't pull any punches, and that's why you are a phenomenal guest for the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show because we don't pull punches either. Ben Lang, let everybody know what you're looking at for the spring and summer of 2021. Um, as far as the overall... As, as, as far as what you're going to be doing in the spring and summer of 2021 for your clients. Oh, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm continually getting the multiple offer situation and it, it's contributed to the market, but I mean, I could go on for days about the extra things that I do for my clients. So, um, I mean, well, it's about you, my man, let everybody know what you do. This show is about. Yeah. You. So I have full-time marketing director on staff. I have my stager come in and do a consult on my dollar. For every single seller, I'm doing YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram paid ads for every single listing, 60-second professional promotional video for every single listing. Uh, I have offers out there well, where I will pay for handyman and painter services, um, and, and that's on my dollar, free to my sellers, just to get that home prepared. Because when you're trying to get the optimal price in the least amount of time, you want to hit price, exposure, and presentation. So every single thing that I do for my sellers is making sure that all three of those steps are very congruent and we're hitting the mark on every single one. I, I think that's phenomenal. And that's not unlike John Kolb, Harvey Freed. And what, what we do is that we go ahead, we go the extra mile for our clients. So if you have to have pay for a handyman to come and fix that toilet, or paint that house or do whatever you got to do, all you're doing is you're increasing the marketability for that particular home that maybe you can get a few extra bucks for. And not only are you going to recoup the cost, you're going to get X plus dollars on that. So why wouldn't you do it? We always say, hey, Harvey, how many times you heard me say it? You're going to lay four fifty, five hundred dollars for that appraisal and see what it comes out at to do that loan for your client? That's what Ben Lang's doing. I love that, Ben Lang. You've been a phenomenal guest today. March 24, 2021, Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast. Join Ben Lang, Harvey Freed, John Kolb, maybe, Harry Glanz, maybe, Lisa Lawson and Becky Alley, maybe, on the show this weekend, produced and directed by Roberto Beauchene, 97.1 FM, for the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show Podcast. I'm Harry Glanz. Always brought to you by Cabin Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Lender, Equal Housing Lender 2289. You guys are awesome, and I'll see you soon.